once you make up your mind that this is something that you want to do, you kind of got to jump in with both feet. You, you need to embrace the new life that you want to live and then decide, how am I going to get there? Do I have the structure in my life that will permit me to do this? Do I have the, the finances, the people, the support that I need in order for me to get there? Do I have the skills and the tools for me to be able to navigate the situation? And do I have the support of the people in my life to help me get there? Or are they going to be more of a stumbling block for me to achieve what I'm looking to achieve? Because sometimes when those people are so close to you, they can influence how you show up and what you're doing because they're so tied to the situation. Welcome to the Unapologetically Me podcast with your host, Ian White, life fulfillment coach who helps people get out of their own way so they can live the life they were meant to. Hey everybody, Ian here. So today I'm going to talk about making a big decision uh, and specifically making a big career transition, a uh, big career decision. Um, but really the process that I'm going to share with you today, this four step process is basically for making any decision that you, maybe you're kind of on the fence about, not sure which way to go. This process should help you be able to identify uh, what feels better and then make a, a move in that direction. Um, so I'm going to start, or start by sharing um, my screen with you. Um, it's just a whiteboard, nothing big. It's just going to help me guide myself through the process here uh, to sh show you and explain to you what I'm, what I'm getting at. So anytime you're making a big decision for yourself, um, the typical way that a lot of people would look at this is I'm going to just, I'm going to compare the, the positives, and the negatives, the pros and the cons, and that's how I'm going to make my decision. However, oftentimes when we just compare the positive and the negative of things, um, it can be fraught with all kinds of uh, judgments and perceptions and uh, fears and doubts, and they all kind of get muddied up in the decision-making process, and it makes things really hard for us to really dive into what's important to us. And the way I like to make any decision in my life is based on the way that I feel and being able to know that I'm going in the direction that feels best for me is to check in with that emotional guidance system that we have. And that's basically just identifying what feels better, what feels better. If it feels good, keep going that direction. If it feels bad, go in a different direction. Because in all of my work, um, my only counsel will be, you have to do what feels best for you. Um, and that's your compass. That's your compass on how you make decisions. So this process I'm hoping will help you to do that. So the first step is to identify the feelings of where you are and where you want to be. So take a piece of paper and divide it up into two and you're going to identify the feelings on where you are on one side of the paper and where you want to be at the, uh, the end of the day. Okay, so start by filling out the list of where you are. Um, likely, if you're thinking about career, a career transition, you might be feeling stuck or sad, unhappy, frustrated, uh, unmotivated, 
um, cranky, irritable. Like it's, I'm assuming if you're thinking about a career transition, it's in that ballpark, okay? S somewhere where you are does not feel good. So you just write down all of the emotions that you feel in that present moment about where you currently are. Once you've unloaded all of that list on where you are, I then want you to go on to the second column, column B, where you want to be, and then write all of the, the feelings and emotions that you want to experience when you, when you get to where you want to be. Um, it might be feelings of freedom, security, peace, passion, satisfaction, motivation, independence, anticipation, motivation, hope. And you fill in, you fill in the gaps with whatever other um, emotions or feelings that you would, you're hoping to feel by making the transition to a different job. For me, if, if you're not doing something that you love to do, it's not worth doing it. It's that's, that's a big key to knowing, am I going in the right direction? So once you've got that list complete of what you want to feel at the end of the day, then I want you to move on to the second uh, step of this process, which is in essence, comparing your current job and the job that you're looking to have. And like I said at the beginning, a lot of us, when we're making this decision, the old format would be, I'm going to evaluate the positives and the negatives, the pros and the cons. But in this scenario, I want you to divide your paper into four. Okay, so you might need a whole new sheet of paper. Okay, so you're going to have on the one side, you're going to have your, let's say your the current job. Okay, I'm going to put C for current job on this side. And on the other side, I'm going to say this is the, the new job, the one that you're hoping to get. Okay. Um, and instead of dividing it just into two, uh, two columns, what I'm going to get you to do is to actually divide your columns up again. Okay, so you'll have basically a four column page. And instead of positives and negatives, I want you to actually write down what does this current job open up for me? And what does it close down for me? Um, and the same thing for the new job, what, what does it open up for you? And what does it close down for you? And what I mean by opening up and closing down is that our in anything that we evaluate in our life, there's no real positive and negative. It's just uh, judgments, right? But if we can further break down what we think about something, a personality trait, a way of being, anything, it opens up opportunities for us and it closes down opportunities for us. So if I use myself as an example, um, going back to when I decided to quit government, I actually use this second, like the second step as the basis to have the conversation with my wife about how do I, how do I best articulate what this is going to do for me if I was to leave this job? So my current position, the current job that I had was, I was unsatisfied. It was, um, I have a cap on my potential as far as where I want to go. Um, it closed down. Like it's, it was kind of a, a narrow niche type career. Uh, so it was closing down a lot of like opportunity. Um, what it did, what it opened up for me is it, it provided a steady salary and benefits and, um, 
and uh, you know routine in my life, some stability. But so that's what I had on the current job. But on the new job, what it opened up for me was possibility and excitement, anticipation, uh, uh, that satisfaction you get when you work with somebody, when you help somebody. Um, um, my, the opportunity for my own schedule, not having a boss, uh, like there's a, there's a ton of good feeling emotion that, um, I was, I was kind of getting excited about with the aspect of quitting, what that might feel like. What it closed down, um, not knowing what my salary potential would be and that kind of thing. So I, I made a list of what my old job opened up and closed down and what my new job opened up and closed down. So that's step two. Step three is going back and reviewing your list from step one, wh what you want to feel. Because you don't wanna feel the, all the negative stuff that you're currently feeling. You wanna feel the stuff that you, you're uh, anxious about, anticipating, right? And then look at your step two list and see where do you get that feeling of excitement and satisfaction, anticipation, all that stuff that you're looking to find. What side of the sheet are you looking at? Are you looking at the new job or are you looking at the current job? So that's probably pretty clear for you that the new job has that, has that excitement that you're looking for. So step four is making a decision making a decision and then making that decision right. So what I mean by that is once you make up your mind that this is something that you want to do, you kind of got to jump in with both feet. You, you need to embrace the new life that you want to live and then decide how am I going to get there? Do I have the structure in my life that will permit me to do this? Do I have the, the finances, the people, the support that I need in order for me to get there? Do I have the skills and the tools for me to be able to navigate the situation? And do I have the support of the people in my life to help me get there? Or are they going to be more of a stumbling block for me to achieve what I'm looking to achieve? Because sometimes when those people are so close to you, they can influence how you show up and what you're doing because they're so tied to the situation. That's where hiring a coach is so fundamentally important because you get that non-judgmental perspective to help you make decisions, move through your situation, uncover blocks, step over obstacles, and start seeing progress in the destination or in the direction that you want to go. So this is my four-step process to help you understand where it is that you're going, identify your, your, your ideal environment, whether it's the current one or the new one, and then review which one is the most uh, aligns best with the, the feelings and emotions that you wanna go in, and then make that decision for yourself and move forward. If you want to talk to me further about how this would work and how you will make progress with me as opposed to trying to go it on your own, send me a DM, send me an email at 
coaching uh, at info at coachian.com. I'd be happy to schedule a discovery call with you and see where we can take things in the future. That's all I got for you today. Hope this was helpful. If it was, comment below, write a review. Anything that you would do would be uh, would be awesome for me. So take care, everybody. We'll talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unapologetically Me podcast with Ian White, Life Fulfillment Coach.